finishing out my phone. Oh, you're pretty so I can't read okay. the notes. It's okay. Or we can do an ASMR We're going to do an ASMR episode. Oh. ASMR is not a real thing. I have, I have the word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to focus. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> God, I'm a little embarrassed. I'm, I I kept telling her lately, I have a podcast recorded at eight. Don't let me get drunk. And here and I here am, are. country boy. I love you. Uh, hey guys, it is episode twelve. Welcome to the Never Growing Up Podcast. Already, we're at episode twelve already. I love you I all. Feel- I love you all. And we have quite a few things to talk about today. We're also continuing our Disney on Broadway series. We're going to be talking about the pop-up Disney Instagram Museum, the new pop-up Disney Instagram Museum at Disneyland, Epcot's Mexico Pavilion, bringing Coco to the pavilion, which I think is funny Can that they're like not just doing that even now. wait. I know. It's like bizarre. And don't worry, y'all. We're going to be talking about, about the Frozen 2 and Aladdin trailers. Don't you don't you worry. And then, of course, we're going to be continuing our Disney Broadway series with The Lion King. The lion sleeps tonight. Oh, that was and it. Pajamas in the bottom. Drum. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this episode's going to be rough. Rough. Stick with us. <laughs> Buckle up. Hey, did you make it through? <laughs> I'm here. Guys, we're not going to lie. Brady and I have had an evening. An evening. We've had an evening. It's an evening Sunday. It's Sunday at 9 it's, o'clock. It's Eastern. Sunday at 9 o'clock, but to be fair, tomorrow's President's Day. I don't have to work until about 4.30, so here I am. So there you go. And I forgot that I have the day off tomorrow for President's Day, and mm. I scheduled a meeting. And, and since I work mainly... I know I'm not happy about it. And since I work mainly with health systems, um, they don't take President's Day off. So I don't think they realize. And I, for the life of me, just want to be like, um, it's a legal holiday for me. And I need to, I, this is the first time I ever had President's Day off, but oh well. I have a meeting tomorrow, but, but it's not until two o'clock. So I at least get to sleep in a little bit and, and sleep this off because. Because we both had an evening. I had a baby shower today. I had a birthday party to go to. You have a party going on in your house. Pop up. Hello. Hello. So me. We're we're, um, struggling at best, let's say. (laughs) Struggling is very kind. I appreciate that. Struggling is an understatement. Understatement. Both. So, So, guys, just bear with us. I just had a chocolate martini before I started. So... And I just had a pickleback, and because oh, I didn't have normalized pickles in the house, I used Tabasco pickles. That's, That's not the same, ladies and gentlemen. Don't do that. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> Jameson. Okay, take a shot of Jameson, then take a shot of pickle juice. You're welcome. You're not going to feel a thing, and you're going to feel great in the morning. But I used Tabasco pickles because that's all I had. And I was like, you know what? This is the same. Not the same. Oh, oh my God. God! How are you not like burping fire right now? I am. <laughs> <laughs> so Computer's this... melted. <laughs> we're gonna, mm. guys. We're gonna do our best, but you know what? This is this is so similar to just like let's just think of it as a night at Epcot, really. Right, a night at Epcot with Annie and Brady would um, throw like seven stars up if you would like to see that, and I hope it yeah. does happen because I need material. She knows. Told with backstory earlier. Um. I'll probably be joining her if I can sleep inside. Yes, on a celebrating my birthday. Happy birthday! In my birthday in April. Um, yeah, it's we normally go for my birthday, and you know what's so? Here's what's funny. I we were trying to figure out which weekend because we usually do like a long weekend into maybe like a little bit of the week. And let me tell you, and I know I get it. Like it's flower garden, sure, whatever, but like. The hotels and and I we talked about this in previous episodes. I mainly stay at the deluxe resorts. I mean, we're talking like between. <laughs> we're talking Oh, I love some caviar. <laughs> you and you bougie bitch. I am a bougie bitch, and you know what's so 
Hey, if you want to add caviar to your meal at Victorian Alberts, it's literally like an extra two hundred dollars or something <sighs> like that. I've Bar. never we haven't done it. We haven't done Victorian it. Victorian Alberts is barf worthy for the poor in general. <laughs> for the poor's. For the poverty stricken me. My cat just like destroyed my. What the hell was that? She just Slap ran it. through. Slap it. Slap the cat. So cute. Slap at the base. Slap in the base, man. <laughs> And I just movie. chipped a nail. This is all. There's so many things happening right Tragic. now. And we Tragic. all didn't know that until you told us, you honest bitch. I'm such an honest bitch. Um, wait, what were we talking about? Um, oh, Victoria. Okay, Victorian we were Albert. talking about caviar. We're talking about, oh, because, oh, I remember. Because we, because I basically stay, mainly stay at deluxe resorts. Because I know, busy bitch, whatever. I, I work for it. I ain't getting, Girl, I mean, money, I did not come from money, kids. I worked my way to the top, so don't. don't Actually, started from the bottom. Now she's here. Literally started from the bottom. Now I'm here, and in in the corporate world, in corporate world, in terms of middle management. But um, so the the for like the first like two weeks of April, like you first off, they're mainly sold out already, and maybe that's common because we're bad at we 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 never book trips like super far in advance. And they're like six to eight hundred dollars a night, and I'm like, y'all need to slow down. That's not that's unnecessary. Six to eight hundred. Sorry, I just regurgitated. I couldn't speak. Otherwise, it'd be vomit on my mic. What are you doing? (laughs) Oh my god, are you serious? No, because of the price tag. Oh, because of the price tag. Yeah, I was I was not thrilled about that. Like we are limit, and and I am by no means saying this is like appropriate. I am saying I work for this for this you know whatever guys she works hard i know I you all follow her so money. she deserves it um but seriously like i think our limits may be like 400 a night and, and i am in no way saying that is not appropriate like let's keep in mind it is just me and my husband we do not plan on having children like so yes we do spend a little bit more so i'm in no way saying one is better than the other i'm just saying like that is our limit so that's that's and I was like, y'all. So we're actually considering staying at the Waldorf Astoria, which is in like the whole Bonnet Creek area, if you guys are familiar with that. So it's like more towards the Epcot side, uh, the resorts. Um, and it's like, so if you're coming, like, so say you're coming from the Orlando International Airport, and you're coming down the highway and you get into Disney property. And like, if you go to the right, there's like the boardwalk and Swan and Dolphin and what have you. And then to the left is the Bonnet Creek area. So that's, I believe, where the world of Astoria. So we're actually thinking about staying there for my birthday. We thinking about it. Thinking about it. Thinking, thinking about, about it. it. It's the first time thinking I. About it. It's the first time I haven't stayed on Disney property in quite some time. So it's I don't know, guys. Or or we'll stay at Swan and Dolphin, which is what we usually do because you get that sweet Marriott points. The sweet Marriott points. Get those points. Get the I don't points. points. I don't have a point to my to me. But like, get a well. So so a lot of people do the credit card. You can do the credit card. Get the Mar- the Marriott credit card. I can get a credit card. I just bought a house. Ah, uh, I feel that. I remember that <laughs> in the heart. <laughs> that was that was three years ago for me, where you were like, "I can't buy anything on credit because I just bought a house." Now I totally get that. Better shovel out that money, though. It is. You gotta pay. F- Pay with it for cash. Use the cash money. Ugh, worst. I hate cash. I hate money. I hate it all. Can't I just go to Disney for free? That's that's my end goal with this is just to get on Disney's PR list. Right? Hello. Just hit 4,000 followers. At, finally. Dude, me too. I just got a 4,000 myself. Congratulations. Holla, We're yeah. proud of each other. We're proud of each other. We support each other in our abilities. So speaking of Epcot. What's what's coming to Epcot these days? Coco. Coco. I know I'm breathing so heavy into this mic, but I'm so excited for Coco. I love Coco. It's okay. You and love I've Coco. Been... You know, and I've talked about this in previous episodes, I refuse to see Coco. Because of the family aspect and the, the family, love death, and all of and it. I'm like, I ain't here to just feel real bad. I was watching a movie last night. And I well, oh, first off, I watched Bohemian Rhapsody last night. Have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? I have not because Matt went and saw it in theaters without me, and I have I uh, refused to watch it. Why? Because I don't know. I'm stubborn. I mean, it's your opinion, but like, so we <laughs> turned on this. It's your opinion. You don't gotta oh, watch it. Yeah. But uh, we watched it. Wait, wait. 
Nick watched it on an airplane. My husband, Nick, watched it on an airplane, and he's like, you have to see this movie. I'm like, okay, because Rami Malek is probably going to win the Oscar. And um, we watched it last night, turned on the surround sound, as one does when you watch Mm -hmm. that kind of movie with all the music. So um, it it was a good time. But I also watched another movie, which was called Becoming Jane. Anyways, it's an extremely sad movie about Jane Austen because her life is kind of sad. And and I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Like, why do I watch these sad movies? Why do I do it? So, again, that's why I can't – I literally cannot bring myself to watch Coco because I don't think I can emotionally handle it. I just love Coco so much. It's so good. I know. It, I mean no, – And it's so – It like, looks beautiful. It like will rip your heart out, like legit rip. Oh, uh, see, out. I just it, I can't do it, kids. So Mariachi Cobre is bringing the story of Coco to Epcot this spring. Uh, it's starting on March sixth, and they're going to be uh, doing this in the Mexico Pavilion, the Mariachi Band. They're going to be telling the story of Coco. Now I don't know if it's going to be inside the Mexico Pavilion. Or if it's going to be outside, I don't know. I didn't read that particular thing, but I'm pretty sure it'll be in the Mexico Pavilion, you like think? right there in the front. Because I I didn't see it when it was at Disneyland, <clears throat> land, but land. I saw like pictures of it, and it kind of just seemed to be like out there. So I'm pretty okay. sure okay, you know where Don, uh, Donald Duck is for from oh. like the right of the um the Mayan Temple. Yeah, I think it'll be there. That makes a lot of sense. I didn't even yeah. think about So that's outside. That's not inside. Yeah, yeah. It's outside. <laughs> so good luck with all of you guys who don't like to sweat and look ridiculous in all your pictures. That makes a lot of sense. I didn't I was I didn't even think about that area. So here's what you do. You go to um you go to inside if you can get into La Cava, you know, get your marg, your your shots of tequila, what have you. Or what's the new place? Why can't I think of what the the new margarita place is outside? Outside and yeah. important. Well, it's also margarita joint. You can get food there. Grab a grab a cocktail. Grab a marg. They have stuff with mezcal there now. Um, grab that and and go watch the uh, the story of Coco because I think that's going to be really great. And I know we've talked about this before in previous episodes, but do you think they will eventually change uh, the the ride? If they do, to be I'll a be Coco so ride. mad. So, <laughs> you think though? Like I mean, like I mean, I yes, think- I totally get it. I can see them doing it, and I can yeah. see where they would do it and why they would do it. But come on, Disney, Los Tres Caballeros are already replacing. I know, something. but I mean, like I felt the same way about when they took out Maelstrom out of the Norway Pavilion. I mean, I yeah. I know it was a weird ride, but like for me, like it was it was very special. I don't know why it was so special to me. I'm not even Norwegian, but like I just loved Maelstrom, and it always had a super long line. I mean, people love that ride, and. I was very upset that they took it out and put Frozen there. And I think they're just replacing, and this is a much bigger conversation, but I think they're replacing so much stuff in Epcot with what they call IP, which is like bringing more of the movie stuff into Epcot. Like they're, you know, changing. Which I can see why they're doing it because yeah. they need to. Um, well, not honestly, it brings need in to, they, Yes, that is what yes. I meant to say. Yeah, it brings in people and I get I totally get that from from a financial standpoint, but you know, us purists in this up up in these streets uh are not thrilled. Are not thrilled. But you're the same way about Coco because you want that original the three amigos. I love right. those tres caballeros. Tres caballeros. Caballeros, those tres caballeros. And birds of a feather. I skipped the lines because I don't know them. Look at you, little, little, that little glissade you had going on there. <laughs> I don't know what a glissade means. Well, a glissade is a dance move, but it's also oh, or a glissade. What am I thinking of? But anyways, it gets like <laughs> with your voice. You were doing some extra business. Oh my god. Um, business. Los tres caballeros, los tres caballeros. Skip a couple lines because I don't know them, but it's a feather. <laughs> this, or I don't one, know if the, I don't know if I like this one better, the Lion King one. For your Lion King. So, oh. Which we'll do later. Which we're going to do later. Well, Lion King, I legit just made those words up. And this one, I just don't know the words. We're going to do a reprise. We're going to do a reprise that. 
Reprieve. Do you think I'm bougie because I say reprise and not reprise? Um, no, you're on my level of greatness. I'm on that level of, you know, I think I'm a, a voice teacher. I've gone to school for music and I feel that it's fine for me to say reprise. <laughs> <laughs> right. When I said reprise, it reminded me of, hopefully it reminded you of Les Miserables. It does. Good. It does so. That's what it was going for. That's where we're at. So let's talk about that new um, Instagram. It's an Instagram. No, this is like literally what it's called. Like Disney Parks blog. This is what they call it. A Disney Instagram museum. It's a pop-up Disney Instagram museum at Disneyland. Did you know that Disneyland is the number one most Instagram location in the world? I believe it. I didn't know. But I do believe it. Because if you think about it, if you hashtag Walt Disney World or hashtag Disney you're going to get at least 600 views, regardless of how many followers you have, um, to look at your story. Or really? like, yeah, do you not? Well, so, okay. So, sidetrack, guys. So, I've been, I do use that as a hashtag, but I've been wa- listening to a lot of like YouTube, like people who claim to be experts on the algorithm or whatever. And they're saying that when you use like really broad, hashtags that you'll get lost in the fold and then if you use them repeatedly like so say you use disney and every single post that you post that you're going to be seen as spam and Mm -mm. your your reach is going to fall down and i think that's relatively true because i use icona square to um do analytics for my my instagram because i work for a company that is automation based and so i need analytics at my fingertips at all times and um, my reach has gone down. So um, so I am trying to take just like hashtag Disney out of my hashtags because of that. Just try, I'm testing it out to see if it works. I don't um, know. I don't know. I never. Okay. So whenever I go to Disney or when even here at home, because my Instagram is Disney based, I always yeah. use hashtag Disney World, hashtag Disney. And I always get like 600 views on my story with those hashtags if i don't use one or the other i only get like 200 or so okay so that might be different because i'm talking specifically about posts and not stories so that's different so maybe that's a different situation okay yeah i don't know about that so much but i definitely have those in my my posts too but like i said earlier a one i haven't been posting a whole lot and two I got a new phone and lost all my pictures. Oh, so my I know RIP, but dude rip, but I'm not going to let that. I'm not going to let that hold me down. And there's Don't let that hold you down. out there. What is that? Um, I am on my way. I can go the distance. Get it. I can't sing that song right now because <laughs> I'm trashed. I am not vocally ready for that. <laughs> oh, they're living Ooh. in the sun. Look at you pull away from the microphone because you're like, I need, I need to get away. One day out there, all get it. I ask is one to, to hold forever. All right, I, I ran out of breath. <laughs> Trash. So, so pop up <laughs> Disney. <laughs> So this is a limited time. So I'm really sad because I don't know the next time I'm going to go to Disneyland. So maybe I'll make a special trip out there because it's a limited time exhibition. But there is talk that it may potentially come to Disney Springs over here in Walt Disney World. So I do hope that happens. Although part of me, part of me is slightly weirded out that it's it's being constructed purely to take pictures. So it's right. There's several themed rooms. It's and like, this will be your Insta post. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Like, it's almost like we're becoming an oversaturated market. Like, I, I don't know. Anyways, it even specifically says, and this is a direct quote from Disney Parks blog, is every room will feature selfie-worthy surprises and provide plenty of fun and fabulous photo ops for all your family and friends. So... It's almost to a point. Well, I mean, there's there's a whole argument out there where there's ar- architectural structures being made throughout the world specifically for Instagram posting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it, so, like that love yeah. in Chicago. What's that was there well before. Um, I feel like that was like the the pioneer. They there's like a they bridge doing. for in Thailand that was like made specifically just to be Instagram, and then it had like structural 
problems like there's just it's just yes. it's a lot it, yeah it's just a lot i don't know i i don't know i i will probably if i'm there i will probably go in there and take pictures because i'm basic as i'll get out and <laughs> i'll just do it i don't give a shit <laughs> but i think it'll, i actually really hope they do bring it to disney springs although i think it's probably going to be somewhat of a shit show because so many people are going to be wanting to go in there and take pictures. And then it's like, how long, how much time do you get to take pictures? Because quite honestly, like, I, I don't know if you've hey, ever encountered, any? if you're at one of the parks and you encounter someone who is uh, very active on social media and they'll stand there and do a photo shoot in like some random location for literally like 20 minutes. My friend, uh, my friend, Brian and I Disneyland for, at Disneyland for one. We, when we were at Disneyland a couple weeks ago, there was a girl in Toontown who literally was taking pictures in front of one of the houses for like 20 minutes. And we just stared at her. Because <laughs> we were like, okay. <laughs> Some of us want to go into that house, but you're, you're doing your business. Anyways, I digress. Um, so this will actually be a ticketed exhibit. So you will have to buy a separate ticket to go check this business out and it, uh, it will be in the separate tickets like oh why? yeah I, i'm curious to know how much it's gonna be i don't know like what the threshold would be for that because like if you think about the separate ticketed events like okay so say like you know mickey's not so scary halloween party mm -hmm. or, or the very merry christmas party i mean those are like you're basically buying a full price ticket they're that they could be that expensive um so i can't imagine that's what this will be but i bet you i bet you it'll be at least 25 bucks i wouldn't i wouldn't be i would be shocked if it was more than that because that's just being aggressive now at this point it's disney though so I know. they can charge whatever they want and people are gonna go especially i will I say i will say the higher they charge for it the more they're gonna sell out because all those and bougie little buttholes that. out there are going to be like, mm, I paid a thousand dollars to watch this, and you couldn't see it. It's like the twelve thousand dollar, the twelve thousand dollar little dream store we talk talked about on our last episode. Yep. <laughs> well, I think too. Like, I think we'll probably see a lot of influencers um, get to go there, like before it opens, and they'll get their shots there before you know us regular folk. <laughs> get to go um i i don't think we're considered influencers yet um so i i think that's probably what's gonna happen it'll be interesting I, i'm interested to see how it plays out i'm sure it'll come to disney springs i think it'll be a very different audience at disney springs um but it's at disney downtown disney it's going to be right by the monorail have you been have you been on the disneyland monorail um not since like 2000 so I went on the Disneyland monorail a few weeks ago for the first time. The interior of the Disneyland monorail is so freaking fancy. I cannot like it is so fancy. Like there's like a middle section of seating and then there's like seating in the round, like all around it. It is so nice. It doesn't smell like a farm, like the um, regular <laughs> Disney World monorail. Dude, the Disney World monorail stinks. Yes yes i mean it's obviously it's even worse in the summer but like every time i get on there it smells like a farm um like it's that's smells accurate like that out. is super accurate it smells like it is sweaty gross butthole crack All yeah it. it basically does and it's an ugh, i don't know i i mean you and i've been saying this for a long time they really need to go in and refurbish it and just honestly I... make it look like they are yeah yep they are well they are yeah, they spilled that, but like, but when? very hopefully slowly. Soon. Like, please do it. Yeah, now. hopefully. Like soon. tomorrow. Are you busy tomorrow? Are they busy tomorrow? It's like, President's Day. So Just do it tomorrow. So maybe the doors don't like fall on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what's weird though? Like the the trail that it takes you on, like the Disneyland monorail takes you like back. Let's say I say backstage in quotation marks, but like it's not. It's nowhere near as scenic of a trip as. It is if you were taking like the Disney World monorail and you do like the loop, it's like far more scenic. Like you see like a lot of backstage crap and I was not very impressed. So like the in interior of the Disneyland monorail is very nice, very fancy, very clean, does not smell like farm. But like the scenery is garbage. Like it takes you to like the literal back corner of Disneyland to get off on. Like you're just like, what, what was the purpose of this? Like <laughs> you should just walk. I was not thrilled. I was, I was not happy. Ill thrilled. I was ill thrilled. So, 
but the reason why I brought up the Disney is that's where that's where the um, pop up Disney is going to be. It's going to be in the former ESPN zone, um, which was right there. Like that whole area, it was so sad because we walked back there to go to the Disneyland Hotel um, because we're going to go to Trader Sam's, and that whole area is like deserted. There's an Earl of Sandwich, and you know the Earl of Sandwich at Disney Springs is always bumping. This was like empty as all get out. There's like no one back there. I was concerned. And then, of course, like obviously the ESPN zone is empty, but it was. And they're, and they're anyways, putting that's more stuff into that, though, right? Uh, well, I'm assuming they are because this they're putting this Instagram place there. So I'm assuming. Yes. So that is <laughs> so I don't know. I really don't know. I don't go to Disneyland that often. <laughs> we have one more, or actually it's kind of like one and a half more pieces of news before we get to our uh, discussion of Lion King on Broadway. And it is, of course, the Frozen 2 trailer Ooh, and the Aladdin I have full not trailer even, that was released. I haven't even watched either of them because like we've what? all talked about, uh, act like you're surprised, but in It is every, on our Instagram for the podcast. I know it is, and and you're mostly in charge of that. But listen, That's true. you all know, all you listeners and you, Annie, know that I yes, don't watch trailers. This. You are right. I watched. You I watched right. the new Frozen one. I'll watch a teaser because it's like, what the fuck is happening? It oh is my god, teaser. I just dropped an f bomb. <laughs> you're fine. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, what the h is happening? <laughs> so, um, so the Aladdin one was more of a full trailer, and I didn't watch relatively. it. You know, okay, well, let's 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 take this into chunks. Let's look at this in chunks. So, so let's talk about Aladdin first. Okay, so the new Aladdin movie is coming out. It's directed by Guy Ritchie. Um, we have two um, relatively unknown people playing Aladdin Jasmine, which I think is fantastic. I love when they bring people in um, that are not well known and it gives them an opportunity to be seen. Right. And then I obviously concur. there's the whole controversy about the Will Smith as Genie. Uh, yeah. And it was a whole thing when people were like, well, first, okay, so I, I don't know what I was, it was a podcast or what I was listening to. The first thing was people were all riled up when they had the Entertainment Weekly uh, first look issue where Will Smith was shown without the full genie makeup. And everyone was like, oh my God, why isn't he blue? Blah, blah, blah. That's the first thing. The second thing, issue, controversy, is that they had this trailer out and he was in full regalia of genie and he was blue and he was the full business now here's my thing and i would love to hear your opinion too brady mm -hmm. obviously no one can replace robin williams right. no one can replace robin williams let's be very honest but i think i give will smith a lot of credit to go into a role that if he didn't know that he was just going to be legitimately compared the entire time to such an iconic role as robin williams that's I've not even thought about that. Like, he knew. I give you a lot of credit. Knew. You knew what you were coming. You had to have known what you were coming into. So I think we have to take a step back and not compare the two because we know it is not going to be the same. It's not the same and, Aladdin and you're not giving Aladdin a bunch of right. shit. Oh, you know who played Aladdin too, right? Yes. Scott Winger. Oh, yep. Lord, have mercy. Yep. <laughs> And boyfriend still looks good on Fuller House. Let me tell you. I mean, he's got the little gray going on. He's a little stupider, but it's okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're so absolutely right. You know, he knew exactly what he was going into. And, you know, I saw another another meme. I saw two other memes. One was like, A, Robin Williams would want you to be excited. B, yes. B, these films aren't directed towards us 30-year-olds. Sorry for that hard to swallow pill, but they're not. Yeah, they're for kids. They're not. And you, and even if Robin Williams were alive today, I don't necessarily know if he would be. Well, I don't know. Maybe they would have chosen him to be genie. I think they would have just I because. Know. I don't know. Back to the like, hypocritical. Like, no, it's Robin Williams' role. Of course, they would have chose him. But because look at James Earl Jones and the live action of Mufa uh, the live action of Lion King, uh, yep. and he's playing Mufasa again. Yep. So You're it might right. be the same thing, mm -hmm. yeah. So maybe he would have. I don't know, but you know, unfortunately, he's no longer with us. So you know, Will Smith 
decided to step into that role. And I think we need to get, I really do believe this. And I'm not saying this, I am a negative Nancy and I am judging McJudgerson, but I'm really trying to give him the benefit of the doubt because I think it's very, very, very big shoes to fill. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, all right, bro, like you come here and you do your best and then we'll be able to, I'm not going to judge you versus Robin Williams. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's going to be hard though. It's going to be so hard to to put yourself in a injectable role like that. It is. I'm a fantastic compartmentalizer mentally. So (laughs) it may be a little easier for me, but like for most people, they can't compartmentalize like I can. So (laughs) I totally get it. So I guess that's why it's a little easier for me to like kind of put a wall down and say, okay, well, I'm going to give him a chance because I can do that. But most people cannot. I'll try. I'll try really hard. So hard. Yeah. We'll give him a chance. And and I'm intrigued because it's Guy Ritchie directing. And I've, you know, known him from his other movies. And also he was married to Madonna. So um, he's he's always done like, I don't know, well, I guess relatively violent, but like more intense, like British crime type of movies. So I'm interested to see how this, how it's going to look visually. Because it's very, like, very fast paced. The movies are very fast paced and in your face. Fast and like, I wonder how this face. is going to look. Uh, <laughs> So, so Frozen 2. So Frozen 2. Um, that was a huge, I guess, apparently it was a huge surprise that they just dropped that trailer this week. Why? I feel like we all knew it was happening. Well, we all knew it was coming. No, but I mean, I think it was just like no one expected the trailer to be dropped. I think they're expecting like the Star Wars trailer to be dropped before this. But anyways, it's coming out in November, which I didn't even realize it was going to be that soon. Yeah, that is actually, now that you mention it. Super that. fucking soon. Oh, damn it. Oh. <laughs> now that you mention it, super soon. Super soon. And um, it's it, – I didn't realize it was going to be – so so the the trailer – and a lot of people were like – it's a very split audience as to reaction to the trailer. Let's – and I, I was commenting this on another podcast, uh, like just interacting with, with the, the podcast folk. And – I was like, we need to take a step back, y'all, and remember that this is a teaser trailer. People were like, oh, there's no there's no talking. There's nothing happening. We don't know what's happening. Well, like, yeah, it's right. a teaser. It's, a it's a trying teaser, to grab your attention. Ding-dongs. Y'all, do you know how to tease works? <laughs> it's like me on a stripper pole on a Friday night. I'm not really available. It's <laughs> just trying to – it's there to get you attention, but it's not going to give you It's the there for thing. you to comment on those posts like, there's no talking. What is happening? Right. That's the like that's exactly what they're asking for. That's exactly what a teaser trailer or teaser whatever is supposed to do because it's supposed to grab your attention and make you want more or question what you just saw. Mm-hmm. And so I get frustrated people who are like, what is this? And I'm like, I don't know, man. It looks super interesting. For those of you who haven't seen it, we do have it posted on our um, Instagram mm-hmm. at Never Growing Up Podcast. I think I have it on mine too at WDW Collective. But uh watch it it's pretty cool it's not the full one so just so you know the insta you actually have to go to youtube to see the full teaser trailer the one we have post on ours and it's the same i reposted it from disney and gave credit uh like you're supposed to these days and um uh it's not the full it's like a snippet of the entire teaser trailer so if you want to see the full thing you have to go on disney's youtube um, and I think it's the Walt Disney Studios YouTube uh, and you can and you can watch the whole thing there. And it's so like what you're seeing on Instagram was probably like 70 percent of the whole teaser trailer. But I think it looks really interesting. I love seeing um, uh, Anna fighting mm-hmm. more. Oh, yeah. She, that, that when she grabbed that sword, I was like, when did you learn yeah, how to use everyone, that? You've been locked I know everyone's castle. like. And then there's a younger girl Trying with red hair, man. red curly hair. And I'm like, mm-hmm, is that like Anna's and Kristoff's child? Like, I'm very curious. Ooh. So I know. I mean, and there was like this whole fire scene where like Anna but and isn't the Olaf were there. But the heart was what I was confused of. Yeah. So there, I think, I think it's, I thought it was Burning a really fun love. And I am not a fan of sequels, although I will Lego say. Lego 2 was though, great. You saw Lego 2 oh, yeah. already? Duh. I didn't even know it was, it was out. out. last week. Oh, damn. I loved on Lego Oh, yeah. Day. It was fun. It was so different. Like, uh, like really? really? The only thing I carried over from the last one was, like, the nostalgia of the characters and that you missed the- seeing them. Other than that, it could have oh, okay. been its own movie. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. I can't it. wait to see it because I loved the and first Lego movie. songs in it. 
Oh, is it better than everything is awesome? Not saying another word. Oh, no. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, well, no more. I mean, Toy Zero. Story 2 was obviously amazing. Oh, duh. And and Toy Story 3, too. All, like, those <laughs> are the Story only 3. sequels that I've been like, yes, these are just as good. They're like the Godfather. Like, like the sequ- well, Godfather 2, Godfather 3 was garbage. But like, <laughs> those sequels were fantastic. And then what other movies have they done where they've been like, I didn't see Ralph Breaks the Internet. I didn't even see the first one. Because, again, I it's thought fun. it was Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> so funny it's not my favorite disney movie but it is fun and then a lot obviously like those of us who grew up in the 90s and early 2000s um and 80s for myself but they did the uh sequels but they were straight to home video um for some of the the disney movies but i am um this really looks pretty compelling obviously it's the same original cast that they had before Mm -hmm. which makes me feel better about it yeah. Um, I'm hoping Kristoff gets an actual song this time because I love Jonathan Groff. Uh Yes. Every, um, hashtag every gay in America is waiting for that. And I don't know about the just America, every the world, I'm America. sure. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm an honorary homosexual man, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I am waiting for it. I just kicked my cat in the face. Whoops. I'm sorry, baby. Sheila, honey. So... We're going to continue our Disney on Broadway series with the all the probably the biggest Disney on Broadway show. Maybe we should have saved this for the last, but we just felt like this was the next one we wanted to talk about is The Lion King. Mm-hmm. The Lion King. <laughs> hug me, hug your mom. <laughs> pajamas penguins on the bottom so i remember when the lion king was on broadway and um how it swept the tony awards and oh oh yeah, yeah. And, and i think this was oh i probably should have done my research before this i think it was 1996 was it 96 or 97 i think it was 96 wait let me do a quick wikipedia but while i'm doing that um I will tell you that my mom saw it before it hit Broadway when it was in no San Diego kidding. and she loved oh, it. Oh, that is like, I mean, you, so usually you either debut a show at the La Jolla Playhouse. I didn't realize it was over there um, in San Diego or you do mm-hmm. uh paper mill over there outside New Jersey where you do some more in Boston. You might've did like La Jolla yeah. or something. That, that makes, oh yeah. Debuted in 97. So I was right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I obviously remember came out like a huge fan of of the show and the Elton John, Tim Rice music um, and the Hans Zimmer soundtrack, which I love Hans Zimmer as a composer. It's all of his movies are just so completely epic. And this is obviously no um, comparison to that. Do you remember? I don't You might be too young for this. I don't know. But so after the Lion King, like the animated movie came out, then the soundtrack was so huge. They came out with a second one. That was like a lot of stuff that was like inspired by the Lion King. It had a lot of like instrumental stuff, but like there was some other like music stuff, but a lot of the stuff that's in the Broadway show, like, or at least the motifs of it, they pulled from that second soundtrack. This is how old I am. I don't remember. I don't think I remember a second soundtrack, but I definitely remember the first soundtrack because that's all me and my sister listened to. And of course she made me not know very well (laughs) who played Simba, young Simba. Oh yeah, oh yeah, heartthrob of the century, the one and only, the one and only JTT Jonathan Joe Thomas, who covered my walls in my bedroom and also my mid- middle school locker. I was I was hard <laughs> up for that boy, and he's like I think a year younger than me. He's a shorty McShortown. Did you know that? Every freaking person in Hollywood is bums me out he is a shorty mcshortown i think he's like literally like five eight or something oh or yeah and like bruno mars is like five three literally yeah, everybody is super short i think because i'm a shorty so i'm only five two so like i'm always looking for like a much taller guy i mean my husband is okay so my husband is like five eleven and three quarters but i like to say he's six foot <laughs> he's what i like to say he's six feet but, but he is 5'11 okay. and like All three right. quarters. For some reason in my head, because I was reading the time on our little um, 
podcast thing here. Oh yeah. I heard five four, and I was like, mm, that is a huge <laughs> different girl. Like five, not five, five four, four. Six foot. Like that's a lot of difference. You can't give him that big of a stretch. He can't sit on his tippy toes that much. That's a hard no. Um, nothing against our guys. It's just my personal preference. Yeah, Matt and I are both um, like five ten, so it's yeah, not like five ten is good. Different. My work husband is five ten. <laughs> <laughs> But um, so the uh, the Broadway show came in 97, directed by the venerable Julie Taymor, um, amazing visionary director. Uh, it came out. I was such a monstrous, monstrous fan. And I am so surprised that you had never heard the soundtrack before we talked about it. Yeah. And. I don't know what I was missing. That's that. Okay, let me let me pull it up so I can say exactly what the name of the song is. Endless Night. Ugh. Endless Ugh. Night. I listened to the songs peppered throughout because I, uh-huh. I've just been super busy. But Endless Night struck such a chord. The yeah. the vocals, the pain, the the opiness of it just ugh, really hit me right in the heart it that it's my personal favorite song um it is not it's not from the obviously for those of you familiar with the animated film it is not from the animated film as written specifically for the show and it is to me one of the most heartbreaking songs it's not heartbreaking but it's also like extremely like uplifting so endless night uh the adult simba sings that the person if you listen to the original broadway cast recording it is sung by jason rays who is unfortunately no longer with us he uh committed suicide like a couple years after the show so it's very very sad um which actually i think makes the song even more poignant because oh anyways i don't want to get into that but so so he it's it happens after he um he he's already seen Nala and you know how like he runs off and he runs and he runs into Rafiki like he's out there like thinking to himself because he's like he doesn't want to go back to Pride Rock and deal with his uncle Scar and it's this whole business and 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 the main point of Endless Night is uh the the, the main refrain is I know that the sun or I know that the dark will end or I and the sun will rise mm-hmm. or I know that the night will end and the sun will rise. And he sings, Oh, y'all gotta listen to it. I mean, if, if you're ever going through like a tough time in your life um, and I know I have gone to this song before, if I've gone through some dark, dark times in my life and I've turned to the song and let me tell you, it is, it is something that will pull you out of some real dark shit. So I uh, strongly recommend listening to this song, but the overall, the choral, my favorite part outside of that song of the show are, are the choral moments where like the big ensemble pieces are. So there's like a piece called like the grasslands chant. And there's one where it's about the lioness hunts like there. That's another piece where it's just choral African chant that um, in the final, like the song of the finale when he's going up pride rock and they're singing, Oh guys, it'll give you chills. Speaking you need to blast it. You get it. <laughs> and, and I love that Rafiki's played by a woman. I love it so much. Oh yeah. I love it. It's it's just it's just phenomenal. And so I will honestly say I don't know if it's my favorite Disney show on Broadway. And obviously I think you and I have both covered our favorite Disney show on Broadway. Yep. Or almost Broadway. <laughs> but <laughs> and I think the reason for that, and I think we talked about this too, because I think it's just I mean, it's it's a cash cow for Disney in terms of theater. I mean, I don't think the Lion King will ever close. Oh, no way. I don't think it'll no ever close. Way. I think it's like, because when it came out, I remember, so <laughs> this is how late I am, but I remember the Tonys, the year that it, the year that it came, the year the Tonys when it came out. And it was like one of those shows, when, when a particular like show or a movie like for the Oscars, it just cleans up. Like if you were competing against Lion King that year, you had no chance. Zero, so. like negative 12 so. chance. Like negative zero point zero percent of mm-hmm. of having a chance, and so there was a show that was up against Lion King, which I truly believe would have won everything if it weren't the year the Lion King came out. It was called Sideshow, and it uh, I actually was in Sideshow in college. Um, it was yeah, I know. <laughs> I was um, so the show's about is is a real story. It's a true story. It's about Siamese twins. Um, Daisy and Violet Hilton and it's an amazing amazing true story 
of their lives. And I was Daisy Hilton. I was one of the Siamese twins. And um, it's an amazing, heartbreaking show. But I really think it would have had a much longer life if it weren't for Lion King. Because Lion King just like destroyed it. Rip all of Lion King's competitors. Like a current, a, a really good example of it is like when, is when Hamilton came out. And oh, yeah. I mean, like you couldn't even come near because that's like the same year Waitress came out. Waitress is amazing. I don't know if you guys have seen Waitress, but um, one of the few musicals I like that's based off of a movie that I think is phenomenal. But um, I think that probably should have won if Hamilton hadn't come out that year. So same situation with Lion King. Lion King just like cleaned everything up. The work that they did with puppetry is with the Julie under Julie Tamor's direction. And Julie Tamor, um, if you're familiar with any of her other work, uh, she's she's obviously has a very strong puppetry background, and and even if you see some of the movies that she's directed, they also have that aspect. So you've seen across the universe. Have you ever seen the movie? It was like uh, a musical. Of course, this all across the universe. Oh, I love that Can movie. Anybody I don't know. out there listen oh. to my story. Oh, it's so good. And so that was directed by Julie Taymor. Um, mm-hmm. and you can tell because it's very similar puppetry work. Um. And then she also did another movie. It was uh, Coriolis. Well, this is random as hell, but like she did a, a, a film version of Coriolanus that William Shakespeare play, which was also very like dark and in depth. She, her work really s- reminds me of um, Peter Jackson, you know, the director of Lord of the Rings movies. Right. And they just, for some reason, really remind me of each other, but whatever. But it's it's amazing and i don't think there's like so much that's my personally personal favorite song um and you know what i wonder too because i'm i'm very surprised that they don't bring either this show and i think this would be a good show to bring is where lanuba used to be in um it's disney springs i'm surprised they don't bring one of the stage musicals like lion king you're or right. even like an like why don't they I, and i think i think lion king would be a good, good one to put there because it's so big and grandiose that i think that would be it would really work really well but they replaced it with another Cirque du Soleil. are they putting another Cirque du Soleil? Oh, gives a shit about Cirque du Soleil, man i will say that till like kingdom come seriously <laughs> do you like Cirque du Soleil? it was fun it was weird but i think it's so popular because it's fun and weird i could literally care less when i go to vegas i'm like the only person who doesn't go to study search like i do not care it is like a snooze fest to me and i just find it super weird that disney springs has that's one i just think that's bizarre like why wouldn't you put like one of your musicals there like put lion king there and have yeah. a cast there like permanently what are you doing especially lion king yeah it'd be great because and, like Cirque du Soleil gets its money from its name, just as Lion King would have gotten money right. from its name. You would one hundred percent, one hundred percent get audiences to go see Lion King. You would like, especially, especially. Okay, here's a really good example. You could still even charge Broadway prices if you wanted. Oh, for sure. I don't literally what did they could charge for Lanuba. What did they charge for? Lan- I Do you know- don't remember because I yeah, went with my mom I have no idea. and she paid. Okay, yeah. So, like, I have no idea. So, I mean, you're thinking, and I don't know how much they charge. So, for those of you who frequent the Broadway. Um, the ways abroad. The ways abroad. The ways abroad. Um, broadway. Pricing can be, like, pretty whack. Like, in terms of how long the show's been there, um, how popular the show is, and, you know, where you're sitting. So, I don't know. And I, I mean, it's been a very, very long time since I've seen Lion King on Broadway. So I don't know what they're charging now for, like, say, orchestra seats, which is like your closest seats. But I know, like, if I went to a show that had just recently opened, I'm paying probably at least $300 for an orchestra seat. So I'm curious to know if they would charge that level of pricing um, there because I'm thinking, like, okay, so say, like, you get a washed out rainy day. Like, why – you know, that would be a perfect thing to go see. But then again, I don't know if families are going to pay that much. But also, like, what a great – another a great addition to Disney Springs for a night out is to go see a legitimate Broadway-caliber show. Oh, yeah. Or, right? Yeah. I think I think that would be the perfect, perfect place is to put it where Lanuba is right now. That's my opinion. I – I, 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 I concur. I concur. 
Congree. Concur and agree. <laughs> but that's that's her that's my opinion on, on the Lion King. I mean Oh totally. Yeah, I, I love I love the show. It gives me chills when you um if you if any of you have seen either the national tour or or have seen it on Broadway or any of the permanent casts they have throughout the world. Um the the circle of life the beginning of the circle of life where all the animals and the puppetry are coming down the aisles and they have the birds like flying in like up on the ceiling i mean it would be so amazing so i i it gives you so much it's an amazing theatrical experience and while it is a regular cash cow for disney uh, now on Broadway because you know if you're bringing your family to New York City you're probably either gonna go see Wicked or Lion King let's be honest <laughs> so <laughs> so I mean it's it's time but I think I think they should bring it to I think that's the one show they should bring to Disney World because I think that would be a perfect space for it oh I think it'd be great I I yeah. would oh yeah I would 100 yeah. I I could get oh I just made a noise <laughs> I would guarantee I'm swinging stuff around my uh, hut here um, I would guarantee that they would make more than enough money to to pay for that. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. So, what show mm. should we talk about next week? Mm, I guess I again haven't seen it or heard it, but um, what's that show called coming out with Will Smith? Aladdin. Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Aladdin because those are what's hot and happening. Because I, you know, so I did not see it on Broadway, but I will still talk. I, I know the show. Broadway, I, know the I haven't music. heard the show. And this is, um, oh, you know what? I'm really glad we're going to talk about this one because we've talked now, talked about two shows where the addition, the additional music brought to the show have, in my opinion, enhanced the show. This is one of those shows, the Aladdin, I think, where it, it is unnecessary and detracts from the quality of the show. So I'm actually, I think that's a good choice. Because now yep. we can just shit on another Broadway. <laughs> this is one where we're not going to be pleased. Yeah, and then we can, <laughs> the week after that maybe talk about Little Mermaid because that's one I have heard some of the songs yeah. from I the Broadway show. So, oh, I got a lot to say about that Broadway show. Oh, I got a lot to I say. <laughs> oh, Titus Burgess is Sebastian, mm-hmm. one of the best castings. Titus Andromeda. Titus Andromeda, one of the best castings of all time. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Him. Let's talk about okay, uh, Aladdin and then Little Mermaid. Okay, that'll be our order. Okay, all right. Well, that's all, right. all we got, guys. Yeah, guys. I hope, thank you for thank you for dealing with us. Uh, it's been rough. <laughs> it's been rough. I'm probably not going to edit this until tomorrow because it's 10 p.m. here. Yes, Eastern time. So I will. And I'm assuming a lot of you are off tomorrow, so you know you can wait a day. Yeah. I'll get it done for you tomorrow. We'll post it Monday um, because it's late. And we, we wanted to make sure we got a show out to you guys. So Yes, that, that was our goal. Even though we've both goal. been drinking, even though we both have been having a good time, we stepped away from our, our individual parties yes. to do this because you guys are important to us. You guys are very important to us. A-game. And we hope you feel the same about us. So, you know, like, comment. Give us a good five star rating Give and let tell people star, about us. F that one star, dude. Dude, it's still or there. You know what? You know what? Thankfully, knock on wood, and thankfully to all of you, the rest of the uh, ratings we've received have all been five stars, and you've left some very nice comments for us. So we do very much appreciate that, and we try to interact with you guys as much as possible. So we appreciate it. Appreciate it. Well, guys, we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye.